Hi, everybody. This is Jim Cornette, pro wrestling legend, and you're listening to the Book in the Territory Unprofessional Wrestling Podcast. This is the artist formerly known as Daryl Van Horn, James Mitchell, the Sinister Minister, and I'm here to let you know I would rather slam my cock in a car door than to miss the dulcet tones of Hard Body Harper, my illegitimate son on Booking the Territory podcast. Who <laughs> messy this is professional wrestler Jimmy Vine, the Boogie Wicker Man. Tell my people, my brothers and sisters, don't you dare, don't you dare miss Booking the Territory. Oh, yeah. This is a one man gang. You're listening to Booking the Territory Pro Wrestling Podcast. <laughs> Welcome back, everyone, to this week's episode of Booking the Territory, the Unprofessional Wrestling Podcast, where today we are talking NWA Saturday Night on TBS from May the 6th, 1989. It's the go-home show before Wrestle War 1989, which is the third match between Flair and Steamboat. Doc and I will be recording, along with Silva, the pay-per-view in a few more days, and that will drop a couple of days after this. But for now, we're here to do the go-home show Doc, uh, we're waiting on Mr. Paperwork. He's a little late as usual. Texted us, said he's running late. At least we got a text saying he was running late, right? How you doing, mm. man? Well, I'm doing real good. Uh, we just wrapped up a, a patron, some patron content while we had the time. Uh, you know, we're sitting here as we record this 24 hours out from uh, the beginning of the wonderful, uh, glorious uh, NFL kickoff game. We just recorded our yearly picks. Um, I got mine all right. You got yours close to right. And uh, we'll just see how that, that plays out. You know, you're talking about the NFL, but I got to be honest, man. Um, you know, I'm kind of hyped up for this uh, this nice slate of weekend college football where the ACC kicks off. I mean, we got, oh. a, we got, a, we got, a, we got a much better slate of college football oh. this weekend than we did uh, – the last one so yeah very much excited look man i, I people know me I, i'm a i'm a goddamn football junkie i'm an ncaa junkie for sure and um of course i like my saints and uh don't like doc's cowboys but that's neither here nor there you know we're here to live love and hey, laugh hey hey i'm telling you having the nba back having a little bit of baseball some hockey the soccer teams now football that man, when you're done with a day at the shoot job, whether you're having to go in and deal with Jeremy as coworkers or you're sitting at home and then you got your kids that are back in school, but they're doing it from home man, you just need a game to watch in the evening. And so this is, this is all good, man. And, 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 I'm just saying, the, I really do think this is the year the Cowboys go 16 and 0. Of course. I've been watching the stars, man. That's how, that's how bad it is for me, man. Sasha Every, walked in the room the other everybody night. Everybody I know that doesn't watch hockey, and I'm kind of one of those people, has been like, dude, I'm watching the Stars game. And I'm like, yeah, I know, I know me too. Because it's just, you need some shit to watch that's not depressing or, right. you know, I, at least, here's the deal. If everything's at work, at least sports is the work that we know and appreciate, you know? Well, yeah, like I said, I I watched the uh, Stars win that Game 7 in overtime, and then I've watched the first two 
Stars games uh, in the uh, conference finals. Our, our buddy Mikey in DFW, he's a big hockey fan. I see him tweeting about hockey all the time. Uh, he, I'm sure he can appreciate that. But, yeah, uh, Sasha walked in the room the other night and was like, what is this white boy shit you're watching? I was like, whoa, oh, you know, whoa. I, mean, I was like, well, look, Vegas has a has a brother, so uh, does that count? And she just kind of looked at me and kept walking. But anyway, uh, hey, real quick, uh, shout out to disrespectfully classy Marky Blassy, Kyle Riley, Mike Childry, Joe Weiss. Thank you for your generous patronage each and every month. Also, as I'm talking about that, and before I throw it to Doc for some five star reviews. Uh, we got Luke Jennings, new Patreon member from across the pond in the UK. Thank you, Luke. Enjoy all that extra Patreon content. Got that new pay-per-view coming up soon, so enjoy that. I know you said you were, you were looking forward to diving into the world-class show, so have fun there, Luke. Thank you very much for signing up. And then Harry K, new Patreon member and new BTT Hall of Fame Patreon member. Harry, thank you for signing up, man. I appreciate it. We appreciate it, and uh, enjoy all that extra content. Uh, your support is greatly appreciated. And uh, here's where I beg... Ladies and gentlemen out there, this show is very time-consuming, but a lot of fun. But if you if you love what we do and appreciate it, and appreciate the fact that we're not shoving dong croutons and all this other unnecessary clippers and crap that people try to sell you as they're trying to dig in your pockets for, for this ad money. We don't do none of that here on BTT. We just bring you old-school, southern, classic wrestling and debauchery. And with that said, Doc... Uh, I think you got some stuff you want to talk about with some five star reviews. Oh, wait, oh. hold on. Tiny, tinyurl.com slash Patreon BTT is how you sign up to become a patron. Again, tinyurl.com slash Patreon BTT. If you can't find it, email me at bookintheterritory at gmail.com and I will send you that link directly or uh, hit me up on Twitter at BTT underscore podcast. Doc, we got a bunch of five star reviews. Well, week. we got a bunch of stuff to cover, but I did, based on being a patron, uh, I heard that you guys you you called up the JV last Friday night to do a a, a top five. What was y'all's top five? Two Fridays ago. Two Fridays ago. What was the top five for that? Uh, top five. Uh, Silva gave his top five uh, sisters from the nineties. His ladies from the nineties. Oh. Yeah. Was what, you wouldn't have well, done well on that one. Well, Vivica A. Fox, one through five. No. Uh, you're missing out on the luscious and beautiful Neil Long. What about uh? Who's that? You don't. Never mind. Go ahead. No, Even I'm, Chris Sapita, uh, who is who is who is uh, who is one of our white brothers from Shreveport, Louisiana, and is a hockey fan. Even he was tweeting at Silva, brother. Neil Long is all the way live. Is, is she the one from uh, 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 Friday? Uh, she's in Friday. She's also in. Um, gosh, she's in so many movies. It's <laughs> like I can. I, I can name ten of them, but yes, yeah, she she was in Friday. She was the girl that Craig was trying to get with. She, yes, and she's also in the Best Man. And dude, Nia Long is ridiculous. She ain't she better is. than Vivica Fox. Oh, she yes, yeah, she is. No, she isn't. You know, you're, you're, you're hot. Dude, you don't even like African American women. So what do you? You know, but about? you know what? They like me, and that's more important. They. When will, have you ever had a sister hit on you? I want to hear oh, about yeah. this. Definitely. No, you haven't. They look at you and go, look at this lily white looking, goofy looking bastard. They look at me and say, there's the white prize. <laughs> okay. All right. Five star reviews. Come on. <laughs> let me see if I can't get enough going here so that we can buy Harper enough time to get on online. Uh, the first thing I shout out I wanted to give to the Dockaholic spotlight at the moment of the week of the whatever. We had a tweet this week uh, from Crispy Lettuce, 
Yeah. The wrestling uploader. And man, he, I think he speaks for a lot of people when he says, I don't want well-adjusted normal people trying to create art through wrestling. I want alcohol and drug-addled outlaws who don't fit in any, fit in anywhere else but on the fringes and just want to get your money by pretending to hate each other. <laughs> wrestlers are better than wrestlers. Man. I just Bro, that I speaks to our a, soul. I gotta take a drink to that. Dude, mm. get the Hennessy bottle ah. out. <laughs> yeah, buddy. Also, shout out to Rebby Hardy, who's always fire on Twitter, especially when her man gets a concussion at, down at the wrestling show and gets cleared to keep going. Uh, she's phenomenal on Twitter, huh? I, I've still got a document somewhere in my BTT files where I was going to read her when when they left Impact. I was going to read her Twitter line when she went mm-hmm. off on on TNA, and we never got around to doing it. But that freaking woman spits fire, and all I remember is her saying one of one of her tweets amongst about twenty just glorious ones as she torched TNA was "fuck that owl" as an anthem when Anthem had taken over. She goes off, and she is not a woman I would want to make mad. So, um, AEW, you might want to get her on your side. I'm just going to say that, and uh, we'll leave it at that. Right, Doc? I I wouldn't want to be on her bad side, that's for sure. Jesus she Christ. Probably, she's probably waiting for Matt to get over that concussion so she can give him another one, too, because she's high to him. Uh, and then the other one, and I'm I'm pretty convinced. Harper's on. I'm, I'm dialing him. Uh, All right. This. I'm pretty convinced that um, you you are the Iron Sheik on Twitter. I'm not the Iron Sheik. Am I the it? only one? Am I the only one that reads the Iron Sheik's tweets now and does it in in Mike's Iron Sheik voice? I read it in Sheik's voice when I okay. read them. Like that's what makes it funny. I literally read Sheik's tweets and I'm I right. read it in Sheik's voice. Long time ago, fan of the show. Hey Harper, how's it going? Hi, where the fuck y'all been? Uh, that's exactly right. Stop um, it. Long-time listener to the show and friend Hulk's head has been out there tweeting love for the show again. So hi to our, yeah. one of our good old friends. Uh, fake Mike is just filthy. Your your fake Twitter character has been filthy lately. I think I'm worried about him. And uh, if you, I'm not going to get into it, but if you if you remember uh, Mad Max, the uh, Vernon Maxwell from the NBA, I would say go give his Twitter a look at because he's pulling wrestling, cut wrestling promos on uh, Oklahoma City and Salt Lake City. Now right. we got five stars. Three, count them three, three five star reviews. I'm pulling those up here in just a second. Uh, we need to hear what people have to say about us so that we can continue to incorporate that feedback into the show and continue to improve and get better. Now we have somebody named Grant Scott Ellis. Uh, He wrote a five-star review last week said, awesome. This brings back so many childhood memories. Man, what kind of childhood did he have? I know really, huh? The fuck? Show us on the doll where you got touched, pal. Stop. Can you just play it straight sometimes? Grant, that's his way of complimenting you and thanking you. But keep what going. a great podcast. Mike, Doc, and Harper are fantastic at reviewing NWA old school wrestling. That's because we love it, just like you do, Grant. Um Sunday. 
this this past Sunday we had twice thou two. Yeah, uh, I, I don't know. I know who Grant Scott Ellis is from the Facebook group. So thank you, Grant. Well, I don't know yeah. who twice thou two is. Well, he says the territory is getting booked. The best wrestling podcast going today. I have been a member of the Army for a couple of years now. The show is great. Keep the great content coming. Circle, circle, dot, dot. <laughs> then we got JJJ897689. This one just came across the wire. It says, great chemistry. Uh, the show really brings back great memories of days gone by, and this is a three-man crew that actually works. I just wish the show was longer since it's so much fun to listen to. I'm so do disagree. I. Uh-uh, I'm going to disagree <laughs> with that. I am, I've had it with these three-hour podcasts. <laughs> what the fuck? Dude, these podcasts that are three hours long. Everybody needs to get their shit in check. Lips and dies, man. High and tight, brother, like Harper always used to say. High and tight, man. Yeah. Leave before they know you're gone. And that's the one thing. That's the one thing I have learned in five years. Less is more. And now that sports are back, you don't need to be on here for three, four hours. I got other shit to go do. <laughs> so I want to remind everyone, as uh, Doc read those Apple podcasts, iTunes, five-star reviews, like I said last week, you can also rate us if you use Podcast Attic. They have now a tab where you can rate us, uh, so please do so. If you are an Android user and use Podcast Attic, there is a way to do so. And I want to thank uh, Ryan Damon, uh, Philip Allen, Dave Jordan, Armbar Abbott, uh, Rico Coleman, and Wild Arms 007 for all of their reviews on Podcast Attic. So please uh, continue. Those were those were older reviews. That's why I'm not reading them all here. But uh, please use the uh, Podcast Attic app if you're on Android, and you can rate us there on Podcast Attic. So, uh, Doc, uh, anything else yeah. before we get into no, the well, meat of the show? Yeah. Harper, how you okay. doing tonight? I'm doing great, guys. Um, do you Ready have... some world-class championship wrestling okay, from you have something... Mighty Muffler. Um, do you have something that you would like to... Why? I don't know, share with us? No. <laughs> what should I share, Mike? I don't know what he's talking about. You gotta ask him that, bro. Why? I don't know what he's talking about. What are you talking about, Doc? I was just wondering. So if you let's say that the show ends tonight and you decided to go out and some strange young girl came up to you, would you be able to, I don't know, go out with her tonight? I guess. I mean, and what would your girlfriend say about that? Oh, she no. Well, then, no, I couldn't. OK. Circle, circle, dot, dot, Brad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh man! This congratulations, Hopper. Yeah, he got him a girl during a pandemic. Now that I know, is, right? Figure that out. How you pull that savage. shit off? Because did, you're Hopper. Here that's it right. is. I, so that's uh, that's great. You do. You guys are so awesome together. How did you meet? <laughs> during the. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, she's like, so where you do the podcast at? Like, from the house? With Skype? Like, you, she's like, you don't go somewhere and do it? I was like, fuck no. You don't feel it when I stick the microphone up your butt? Oh. That's nice. Come on, Michael. 
You know, it'd be different if we were all in the same city. We could actually do it in person. Yeah. Remember when he said a mouth is a mouth, bro? It, it yeah. is, right? That's when we said you were going to go around and blow all the patrons. Like, yeah. No. It's like veto. <laughs> go ahead, Hopper. You, give us, you're going to go give grease us, the union. <laughs> go ahead, Hopper. Give us the, give us yeah. the skit. We want to hear it. <laughs> veto. Big construction tycoon. Hey, Tony, when he said he was greasing the union, who thought this is what he was talking about? <laughs> Veto uh, the bleep. I want to kill the fat fucker myself. Yeah. Fuck it. I'll say it again. <laughs> what's there to think about? Yeah, what's there to think about? You're gonna take Son of a bitch. I feel like I've been stabbed in the heart. How much more? That's your wait, wait. I feel like I've been stabbed in the heart. Paulie, I feel like I've been stabbed in the heart. Son of a bitch. He was so outraged. Poor little guys. They didn't have anything to do with this. Oh, man. Go go get yourself a sandwich. Buy yourself a Coke. Somebody take you home when we're done. (laughs) All right. We We got the last episode left. Of what? Of the Sopranos. Me, uh, me and the oh. girl fucking started watching again. Oh shit! So y'all about to watch? Y'all got to the last one? Man, this shit's yeah. serious. Yeah. Boy, watching Sopranos with her. I know, huh? Man, all right, good stuff. All right, uh, Doc. Anything else? Hopper? Anything else? Or y'all want to get into Saturday night? Let's roll, Doc. Yeah, it's gonna be hard, man, because I just watched the. Uh... Wrestle War, so that's on my mind. But you, you know, uh, this is the like, come okay. on. this is this Oof. is the go home show before Wrestle War. So we're talking May sixth, nineteen eighty nine, forty one whole minutes. And thank you, Jesus, for the forty one whole minutes. Okay, yeah. Um, you wanted to say something about the forty one minutes, Hopper? This is great. Thank you, thank you, Dale Murphy. Braves baseball. I'm going to the rescue. Yes. God bless. At 263, you're going to hit with 29 homers and make you a borderline Hall of Famer is phenomenal. Yeah. Well, Stop. Look up their record in 89 real quick. I'm, oh, I'm, God. I'm it's already, horrible. I'm already on it, pal. <laughs> They're bad. I got it. And then we're going to see what Dale Murphy did. They were bad, bro. Okay, what we, while ought to, looking, what we ought to do is have Harper look it up and see how many of the 1989 Braves I can guess. Um, no. Well, while, you, while you're looking it up, let's go I'm to the show opening, and we'll listen to JR run down what's going to happen, along with Michael Hayes running in to be interviewed before the uh, at the top of the show. Here it is. Ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another exciting hour of World Championship Wrestling. Jim Ross with the Arrow Superstation, TBS, and Michael... Tomorrow afternoon, my friend, you say you're going to do it on your own. The first major singles championship for the Freebird. Your chances in Nashville tomorrow afternoon against Lex Luger. You know, first of all, let's get a couple things straight and understood real quick. Tomorrow afternoon in Nashville, Tennessee, history is going to be made. And when you put your money down on a bet, you want it on a money ball player. And when you talk about Ric Flair, do or die situation. I don't think there's a doubt in anybody's mind who to bet on. Well, I want my name down on that historical day. And it's gonna be 
Now, you know, Luger, you're a two times United States heavyweight champion. Michael Hayes has never had the United States belt. But Michael Hayes has never wrestled for the United States heavyweight belt. And another thing, Luger, you gotta understand this. I've been a home wrecking, rambling, gambling lover all my life. I break up a marriage and a romance just like I'm shooting dice, brother. And I'm gonna shoot the thrill and I'm gonna be dressed to kill tomorrow because I'm sick and I'm tired. You know what I mean? This is my show and I'm still suspended off of it because of him. When you come out here and you tell people that you've got what it takes and that I ain't got what it takes to take what you've got. You understand this, tomorrow afternoon in Nashville, just you and me and the DVT. I'll do it all by myself. I never needed Terry Gordy. I never needed Buddy Roberts. I'm the only free bird. And when I walk, shut up. When I walk out with the US title, you just remember this, Luger. If it wasn't for people like you, there wouldn't be people like me. All right, fans, those comments from the challengers. And now let's go up to Rhubarb Jones. Harper, before we get back to the Braves, is he quoting a a, a, a song there? Two different he's talking songs. About... Yeah, two different songs. I knew it. I just had no clue what it I was. Mean, shoot so, the wh- Thrill. It was the ACDC song. And uh, what's okay. the other one, Doc? Rambling Gambling Man is Bob Seger. Early Bob Seger. Yeah. Okay. That's a hot jam. Well, he was, I knew it was great. Michael Hayes was great there. He gets my well, Rolex. I, he is I knew, breaking up yeah. marriages, romances, like he's shooting dice. <laughs> that was great. Look, that line, that line. if it weren't for people like you, it wouldn't be people like me. That wouldn't work today, but that shit was good 30 years ago. What do y'all think about his hair all slicked back? I don't care. He was awesome. He looks like he, a sleaze ball, which is what he was. So he's, you know, he's got his back so that he could, he means business. It is go thirty down at the at, down at the wrestle war. Yeah, I mean, he's going for the U.S. title. This is the second, you know, largest, uh, you know, most prestigious title in the company and in, in the world. If you're, you know, a WCW NWA fan, so hell yeah, I mean, and he, I really he's do going like and going. I, I like the idea here. Last week, and, and you know, it's it's going to be into this week, and certainly at the pay per view, he's a star, but he's a star under the Freebird umbrella. He's going for singles gold. Yep, U.S. Well, title. Well, when does Garvin join? Who's Garvin? He is a couple months away, Hopper. Oh yeah, he, he still has a broken leg from Kevin Sullivan. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's a couple months. He's he's a couple months out. Not not too not too far. He's a couple months out. When Sir When Sir Oliver Big Daddy Dink coming back? Um, how does he come back in '89? I don't really know. I don't When's remember. When's JYD coming back? Ninety. Okay. <laughs> we haven't even gotten to JYD leaving. So why are you gonna say that? Oh. Yeah. All right. Okay. So, um. So um. Do we need to? The Dude, Braves, it, the Braves went sixty-three and ninety-seven. There you go. <laughs> uh, Dale Murphy is thirty-three years old, had six hundred and fifty plate appearances, and hit twenty home runs. What was his batting average? 
228. Damn, that's not good. God bless you, Dale Murphy and the Braves, though. We got a 41-minute, yeah. 52-second episode. The superstar was on the bench. Ron Gant, buddy. Wow. Yeah. Budding superstar. And to tie it to wrestling, he's the guy who was hanging out with Beulah McGillicuddy and ran into to Raven, and Raven was like, hey, you ever think about getting into wrestling? Bet you didn't know no, that, we, Mike. He's, he's said that before. We've Uh-oh. talked about this before. Now, the, the 89 Braves did have Glavin and Smoltz on it, but this was in their super-duper infancy. Yeah. And so, so uh, Glavin did go 14-8 and eight that year. Uh, Smoltz went 12-11. and 11, But uh, Zane Smith, remember we had a Zane? Somebody yes. Z- yeah. Well, this motherfucker went 1-12. That ain't good. Fuck. I could have done that. Right. Hmm. So, there you go. Little 89 Braves baseball. Go Braves. We, you know, we we make fun of this thing and we we like to have fun. But back then, when Braves baseball cut our wrestling an hour short, we were pissed. Skip Skip Carey comes on doing play-by-play and you're like, this team sucks. He sucks. Everything sucks. I don't like Dale Murphy. This is bullshit. Why can't we watch two hours of wrestling? This is some prime bullshit. Get these fucking scabs and scrubs off my TV. I want my wrestling. Of course. But but when you're in your 40s, 41 minutes of wrestling seems great. That sounds like a gift from Jesus. It's the perfect. Well, here's the thing, though. When you're a kid, all you, I mean, that's why you can sit and eat a bag of candy. You don't know what you don't know what anything means. You don't have any concept yeah. of time or value of things. Yeah. Mm, corn syrup and food coloring. Mm. Yeah, you don't need, when you're a kid, you don't think about, you know, you can put that on a butthole and do circle circle dot dot, right, Harper? What? what? I fucking know what I love? Fucking circus peanuts. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's like, those things are fucking gross, man. I love circus peanuts. You dip them in chocolate, so to speak? No. Come on. See, see, Mike, it always goes back to the butthole. <laughs> well. <laughs> don't, don't blame us, you son of a bitch. You're the one who said it started circle, circle, dot, dot. This ain't got nothing to do with Doc and I. We're family, uh, uh, man. uh, uh. We're family, man. What's your problem? Nothing. <laughs> okay. Any other thoughts on uh, my? Uh, did we finish talking about Michael Hayes, Doc? Yeah. yeah, he was. He was awesome there. Yeah, he was. Uh, Rick Steiner with Missy Hyatt defeating Max MacGyver. Steiner, Steiner in Dude, that thing. That Very music quickly. is so horrible. I said, why is Rick Steiner's music so bad? It sounds like a. Uh, I don't know. Like you expected a, a clown to come out and, and make it balloon animals or something. Hmm. Pretty bad, pretty bad. All right, let's go to Kevin Sullivan. He's going to cut a quick promo. Uh, he's going to say something that would likely get him canceled in 2020 if he were to say this. So oh, here no. it is. Kevin Sullivan, the coach of the Varsity Club. You cut some of Eddie Gilbert's hair last week. In Michigan, the maggot. First of all, every woman in America, listen to me. Women have no business in the wrestling business. 
Steiner! You are a fool. You see, at one time, you were a top-class athlete. What are you doing running around with a bubble-headed bleach blonde and a guy that thinks he's tough? Eddie Gilbert, you ain't tough, you ain't bad. And Eddie Gilbert, Missy Hyatt is nothing but a hindrance to you and a hindrance to a guy that was once a great athlete. Well, let's see a couple of pieces of videotape, ladies and gentlemen. She certainly got your attention about two or three weeks ago. I'm sure you're still hearing ringing in your ears. Let's show a couple of pieces of videotape, and then we'll be back to speak with Kevin Sullivan. All right, before we go to the rest of this, they show the replay of Sullivan getting potatoed or slapped across the face, paintbrushed by Missy, which, God, Jr. even was shocked. Um, any thoughts on what Sullivan said right there, Doc, about women have no business in the wrestling business? Women have no business in the wrestling business. I'm sorry. Um. Well, she's a valet, so I'm okay with that. Wow, Aubrey, your thoughts? I mean, no. He could say that now. Yeah, pretty. Yeah, in a promo. Hey, I'm not. I'm not saying that women shouldn't have the right to play sports or be in wrestling. I'm just saying I don't want to watch it. I'm not saying that the WNBA shouldn't exist. I just prefer watching men play basketball to women. Yeah. Well, that yeah, that's totally different than saying than saying they shouldn't be in a sport. Yeah. Well, he's a heel. What do you want him to say? Oh, I that's agree. What, I'm not saying what he said was wrong there. He, what he should have done then is turn to JR and said, what we need to do is create a more inclusive environment. Yeah. Oh, and just and just let fucking everybody in the, in the goddamn fucking door. Like Marco Stunt? Right. Marco Stunt and... Uh... Orange Cassidy? Bro, Ooh. can you imagine... I don't know. Orange Cassidy. Oh, uh, can you? okay. I have, not you imagine... two, I have not watched two full hours of AEW since it's been on. Combined. Can you imagine... You know, like I, I heard Brock was a... I just get agent. pissed and I just... I can't... Uh-uh. Why I would just, you? It, it, it's, it's like, you know how you're talking about the... I can't wait hate, till we have the hate watching. Yeah, I can't do that. Yeah. I can't wait till we have Cornette back on to talk about the end of Smoky Mountain. And I'm going to tell him straight up the one area where our show is better than his is that we don't have to watch that bullshit every week. <laughs> and you know what? He's going to agree with me. Can you, you know, Brock is like a free agent right now. Yeah. Can you imagine if he went to AEW and they would, dude? It wouldn't look right. It would be like a well, Bentley at the at a used car lot with like two thousand and two Ford Tauruses. It just it's it's like he, it's like what the fuck are you doing here? He would have to make sure that he got money whipped into coming and that he's never gonna do anything ever again. I wanna see them put Marco Stunt in the ring with him or Orange Cassidy and he would he might be in jail for murder. <laughs> And that tells you everything you need to know about some of the folks there. Now, as I say that. But if they put him in the ring with Drake Maverick, it would be the same problem. I'm just saying. Drake Maverick is, is not a midget like Marco Stunt. What about okay. Brian Cage? Well, that's what I'm saying. There's like people that are big enough. Like Brian Cage is, I mean, that I would think that would be a legitimate. I mean, they're they're both big guys. And we got to stop talking about this new wrestling. I'm already I'm getting drowsy. No, no, I'm getting I'm getting I'm getting frustrated too. All right, let's go to the second part of Sullivan's uh, promo. 
uh, with JR. Here it is. After they showed the recap with Missy and him dragging Missy by the hair and all that good stuff. You see it, ladies and gentlemen. She slapped you in the face. You grabbed her. You have no business putting your hands on that lady. That isn't a lady. And first of all, she's the demise of Steiner. And Steiner, because of that, because you left the Varsity Club, I'm going to tell you one thing. I'm going to reach into your heart and I'm going to play the blues, the miseries, and agony on your cockles of your heart. And one other thing. Tomorrow, the U.S. Tag Team belts will come back. And Missy Hyatt, I want you to listen to this real easy. I really liked it when you slapped me. I got goosebumps. <laughs> oh, you're sick. That's what you are. Ladies and gentlemen, we'll be back. The heavyweight champion of the world, Ricky the Dragon Steamboat, is coming up next. Uh, I, let me tell you, I, I like this because, you know, we all know that Steiner was with Sullivan at one point, and now he's saying that Missy is the, the weakness and the demise of him. And I, I just... I don't know. I like the storytelling. This has been a this this had been going on for a long time. We can go back, uh, you know, over a year. So I, I thought this was good, Doc. What did you think? Hey, he's always messing with people's women's, well, but sure is. at least he's not trying to like fuck their feet like Tony Atlas or something. Wait, what? I don't know if he wanted to bang their feet it's just he had a foot fetish he liked women standing on his feet and or standing on his face with their feet and stuff oh wow really yeah tony atlas has a has a weird foot fetish i never got the foot fetish <laughs> we, i mean we, i'm not like, we, we know you, you got fetishes for other you, things you can't fuck it <laughs> well doc, doc. i mean follow up you could I think you could like a skilled performer could envelop the penis like a hand. Yeah, but there's a vagina just up that foot, up the leg. (laughs) There's a vagina that fucks a lot better than her fucking size eight fucking foot. Yeah, I mean, I I don't, (laughs) I don't, I don't recognize the foot as a sexual entity. Myself either. I mean, I know that there's people that are disgusted by feet. There's people that are turned on by feet. I I, I don't really care. I, I'm not interested in either. I'm not. I'm apathetic. But yeah, there's. It's just. It seems like it's a much harder path to go down, right? Yeah. I mean, it's kind of like wrestling. Like, when did just regular, you know. Grab a hole. Why do we? Why do we have to spot monkey everything up? Yeah. Boredom makes some good points. Hungry people don't have time to be spot monkeys. Mm. Well. Okay. Uh, of people. Rick's out here about to devour three whole bitches. <laughs> yeah. Before I go there, Harper, do you have anything else from uh, Sullivan? Well. We know he likes being slapped. <laughs> yes. Just as much as you like circle, circle, dot, dot. Let's go to Ric Flair here. Um, ass, ass, ass. Always goes back to ass. <laughs> here we go, Rick. Back, ladies and gentlemen. I can't say this is the toughest duty that I've ever had. Ricky the Dragon Steamboat will be out here in just a few moments. I'm assuming you're going to be here to provide some color commentary. Oh, Ricky the Dragon! 
eat your heart out, pal. You got, you got less than 24 hours, buddy. Look at it. Learn to love it. Woo! Because if you ask these girls, they're going to tell you very honestly, it's the best thing going today. And tomorrow, buddy, Nashville, Tennessee, you're going to walk that aisle as the push world's pause. Push pause. greatest push pause. wrestler for Keep watching that girl over his right shoulder with the black hair. She's high as fucking trying to convince everybody she's not high. Okay, I went back 10 seconds. because. Okay, right. Harper, you yeah. know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Watch her. So, here, I'm going to go back a little bit further. Okay, now watch her. That's a good point. She's Doc, high and she's trying to be like, if I don't, if I, if I don't act high, they won't know. All right, let's go. Let's go back. Here it is. I love it. Woo! Because if you ask these girls, they're going to tell you very honestly, it's the best thing going today. And tomorrow, buddy, Nashville, Tennessee, you're going to walk that aisle as the world's greatest wrestler for the last time. Because tomorrow night, when I bust open at Ohio Regency with Michelle and Christy and Leanne, they're all going to be calling me champ once again. Woo! All right, ladies and gentlemen, let's go up to the ring and rhubarb Jones. He should have said when he was busting open them guts. Dude. She is high. I think she's just happy. She's like, oh my god, I, I'm on national television. Smile. I don't know. My my I mother said my mother said I would never amount to anything. Where do you think she's at now, Harper? Did he marry her? No. no. That's it's, not the one? It's a fair question. It's a fair question, but she's <laughs> no. That's not Fifi the maid. Um, Man, yeah, where in the fuck? What do you think she's doing? You think she's like a retired nurse now or something? With the eyelashes on her uh, Nissan Altima? Yeah, she went to like Georgia Southern. Got a <laughs> got a uh, a dental assistant degree or something, and and she's retired now. Yeah, driving a uh, see what the fuck was she. Should be driving like a little Honda, uh, a CRV, fucking SUV, going to bed, going to Bed Bath and Beyond. <laughs> Superpower strikes again. <laughs> Wondering why she can't find a man to settle down with. Yeah, I don't need no man to satisfy me. And then later that night, she's fucking getting her tonsils punched out by dick. Oh, that come on, you see? What the? Grow up. God. This is from the guy who at 345 today said, hey, make sure you're extra filthy tonight. We need to spice this thing up. That's he nice. That. Uh, Doc, your thoughts on Flair talking about uh, the few ladies he's going to get down with at the Hyatt after the winning uh, back to Stroud. He, he's going to he's going to rotor root their uteruses and after he's the, back in his rightful spot as the champ. Wow. Yeah, that, wow. that's what's going to happen. That's what he says, so we'll have yeah. to stay tuned and see what happens on the pay-per-view, tinyurl.com slash BTT. if you want to know if Rick is going to the Hyatt with all those ladies he just had on air with him right there. Mm. Any other thoughts, Doc? 
again, it's going to be for the title, and I'm ready to see it again. That's right. Yeah. Uh, we'll we'll keep going. Uh, third third times a charm. Uh, again, we'll talk about it on the pay per view. Wrestle War '89 be out in a few days. Ricky Steamboat defeats Lee Scott in the next match. I have got nothing from it. The champ gets a win before going into the pay per view. Doc, any thoughts? Uh, the champ looks good. He's here to show you why he's there. Um, my question is this. Has there ever been, and, and, and I'm, I'm ready to take yes, but has there ever been a bigger discrepancy between in-ring talent and having no mic skills than Steamboat? Um, yes. And I'll give you an example. Chris Benoit. Nope. Bret Hart. Bobby no. Hinton could not talk, but was there one of the greatest workers true. of all time. That's a good one. Is Steamboat in the conversation? Yes. I mean, the only reason you're noticing it more is because he doesn't have a manager. Bobby Eaton had a manager. Yeah. But Bobby That's Eaton fair. was not a talker. Bobby, but, but what, Bobby Eaton is probably the all-time. Yeah. Bobby Eaton's one of the goddamn greatest ever. Has he ever done podcasts? Bobby? No. Yeah. I don't think he likes to talk much. I don't think he does either. He just doesn't really say too much. I mean, it's just kind of his thing, you know. Man of not a man of many words, but a man who was great in the ring. Shithead! This guy's in a ring with fucking Steamboat as a champion. What do you think he's doing now? Yeah, Smoky Mountain wrestling. That's right. There. Um, I don't know what I don't know what Lee Scott's doing now. Who knows? DM Hopper if you know. There you go. Don't DM Lance. All no. right, Doc. Uh, we'll we'll keep going. We got Doctor Death up next versus Animal. We talked. We heard about. We heard about this last week. In a designated hitter match. Oh God. This had to be some something to please Ted Turner because of the Braves. I would think. I don't know. So the rules in this match, as we go to it in a second on the video version, is. Uh, while sitting on a bar stool, the other guy will punch you, and the first person to get knocked out is the loser. This sounds but, like a this sounds like somebody pulling a rib on whoever gets hit first. Well, they never get to the point of punching each other. But would you have trusted this stipulation going in as a wrestler? No, fuck no. Well, I mean. Well, yeah, if I knew the angle that was being called here and, and what they were the spot, I mean, yeah, I wouldn't know. You know, if it was, I mean, these guys know each other. They know nobody's going to clock each other. But I don't know. It just, I understand why they did not this particular thing with the bar stool and the not DH, but I understand why they kind of did this. You couldn't really have them wrestle because they're about to go into the pay per view and wrestle. So you, you can't have any kind of like real match, I think, because then you're giving something away on free TV. So they do this thing real quick and. Animal sits on the damn stool and and Doctor Death just clotheslines him and that leads to a brawl with all the guys and that's it. That's I was just thinking, end up. I was just thinking that this is going to go poorly for Animal because Doctor Death is so good at real shoot fights. Well, I mean, you got something there. I just, I don't, I don't know. I mean, what does this have to do with baseball? Designated hitter, just a name has to do with baseball, nothing <sighs> else. That's fucking stupid. That yeah, yeah that, I'm that's not, fucking dumb. I'm, I'm not saying this. I'm not saying this is baseball esque. I'm saying the name they got, they had to get from Turner. 
Um, or Turner's like, hey, do a designated hair thing or do something. Or, I, or maybe the maybe Jim Hurd, the idiot, is trying to impress Turner. So he's like, we're going to do a designated hitter. We're going to have Dr. Death sit on a bar stool and animals this do the same stupid. thing. This is stupid. Why would you like let I someone said, just hit you like that? That's what I'm talking about, especially these big bastards. And so they got one bar stool in a ring, right? <laughs> yes. So you sit there, and then you take the hit, and then you get up, and you think there'll be two stools. They'll be sitting across from each other doing this shit. Aubrey, you're trying to make sense out of a Jim Hurd. Uh, oh, God, this is fucking dumb. <laughs> Salty Hopper. Uh, ah. Desert Doc, you got any, Doc, you got any thoughts on this? I mean, we just watched I can't it on the wait video. Till, uh, next week when they got the fucking relief pitcher match. <laughs> right. That's going to be fucking awesome. Yeah, sure will. Mm-hmm. All right. Doc, you got anything else before I go to the Warriors promo? You got a lot of talent you're putting in bad positions there. Thank you, Jim Hurd. Let's go to the Road Warriors after all this went down and listen to what they got to say. The Road Warriors and this designated hitter situation. Hey, Jim Ross, what kind of garbage is that? You can't even do nothing fair, varsity club. You're a couple of chicken. I can't say what I want to on TV, but you ain't got no guts. And tomorrow night, you're going to be lucky to ever wrestle again. Nashville, Tennessee. That's the end of the varsity club. All right, fans, tomorrow afternoon, the world championship will be on the line. There'll be four big animals in the ring to sell it once and for all, and we'll be back. Don't go away. We'll be back in a moment. All right, thoughts on the rewards, Doc? They, they don't have their titles, and they just got done in. How could this end well? Yeah, stay tuned. I, yeah. I, this is that's the part of it that I like. It's like they did that dumb stuff, which they didn't really have to do. But 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 the but the cliffhanger is still. What are they going to do these guys when they get a hold of them in in a couple of days? Yeah, that Tomorrow. that that was the part that I liked. Uh, Harper, what about you? Anything else? Short and sweet. Amen. Yeah. Speaking of short and sweet, uh, Ricky Steamboat cuts a short and sweet promo. I I, I my notes. It was okay. Um, and I'm gonna leave it at that. Doc, you? Um, it's okay. It was fine. Yeah. Hopper, any other thoughts before I go to the next match? Yeah, I mean, I mean, what do you want me to say? What do you want I, him to say, Mike? I agree. It was okay. You can say the same thing as us. Yeah. Well, we go to the next match on the card as a fast forward, and we got Ric Flair. He's gonna defeat Dwayne Bruce with the figure four. Now, the this match obviously is nothing. I mean, it's Flair versus Dwayne Bruce. You know, Flair's going to win. There Steamboat she is. is on. Co- There's the the woman we were just looking at that was high. Steamboat is on commentary during this match, and he is throwing shade and salt on Ric Flair's game. Steamboat doesn't like Flair, saying how he's going to sleep with a few women if Flair wins the title back from Steamboat. Steamboat says, "Win or lose, I'm going home to my wife and kid." And all I can think, all I can think is, God, every single man, which there are a lot of single men that watch wrestling. Let's let's be real here. Every single man watching this must have been thinking, 
God, that sounds boring. You're gonna go home to your wife and kid, and this guy's going to the Marriott with with these women. Hold on, I gotta get back to it. Wait, 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 wait. let me go back. That girl in red looks extra dumb. Which one? Go back. Right there. I'm not saying that I'm there's 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 a time when it should have been the one that you target. But Doc. Can I go? I'm I'm not commenting on these women. Can I go back to what Steamboat said? The one on the right looks like she could type at least 45 words a minute, but she doesn't like to because it messes up her nails. <laughs> the one on the left is high, and the one in the middle is just dumb. She's my favorite. And Flair kisses um, kisses them uh, before his match. Okay. Why not, man? Get a little get a little sugar going, you know. What did you think about Steamboat's commentary, Doc? I don't care. Okay. It doesn't matter. I mean, I mean, <clears throat> he's playing up the angle he's been given. What do you want him to do? Say, yeah. I'm not saying say, he wasn't. <sighs> was he supposed to say, I really, I really wish that I could join Rick back at the hotel, win or lose? I'm not going, blaming him. Going you're home doing, to my wife afterwards. He's like, man, I, I don't know how the this work the logistics work but i'd like to stick it in her butt while rick sticks it in the front end okay stop you see he's he's not supposed to say that stuff i'm not blaming steamboat you're missing my point what i was saying was every freaking single male out there listening to this is like man what rick flair said seems great what steamboat saying i don't know about that bro i think i'm gonna go to the hyatt so how did they get around that? Should they have had um, Flair make fun of his kid, or should they have had Flair push his wife? I mean, just don't bring just, him up. Right, Hopper's on it. Just do not talk about no your wife and kid. No one has ever brought up their wife and their fucking children as okay, long so as we've been watching I, this. I'm not. I'm not disagreeing with y'all. I'm. A, I'm in violent agreement. But weren't we to the point, and, and I'm saying that the kid, Harper, you're right. That made it worse. Just calm down. But <laughs> but by 89, Rick having women and the horsemen and the clothes and the lifestyle, wasn't anybody who was up against him just about going to be a heel? No. You can be a clean-cut baby face like Steamboat is, but well, don't bring up right. Don't bring up the wife and kids and strolling the wife out into the studio with you and down the aisle and at the Clash of yeah. the Champions and all the things they did where she's out there walking see, with them to see, the ring with a gown see, on. That's where, I think that's where they left money on the table a couple of years earlier with Morton. They should have had Rick have some of these girls and Morton steal a couple of them. That would have been awesome. Having them fight over some broads and the title. Okay, well, maybe so, but the point is... I'm not arguing against what, what y'all are saying. I get it. Nobody wants to come home to their wife and kids. I get no, that. You just, you just made a good point <laughs> talking about Ricky Morton. The appeal to the Rock and Roll Express was the girls loving them. Like, that was part of it. So, he just emasculated himself by having his wife out there and kid out there. Like, it didn't need to be a part it's of horrible. the trilogy. It's it's horrendous, it, and what what makes it so good? The whole angle is they overcame that stupidity. 
that's 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 something that needs to be made a point of. They overcame that stupidity, right, Hopper? Or are you gonna say something like that? Yeah, I I just feel like it's like saying you know after I won this match. Oh God! Lose him? <laughs> Is there another hurricane down there? Uh, he's on. Did you mute yourself, Hopper? Did you hit the button? We can't hear you. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's like saying, yeah, we're going to go to Chili's after the fucking, after I win this match and afterwards we're going to Baskin Robbins and my kid's going to get the ice cream and the little bat and <laughs> helmet and we're going to celebrate that way. America. I'm with Hopper. They just didn't have to do I'm it. with y'all too. I don't like this. As we complain, it's the best angle in the, for the year. <laughs> no, it's I don't know about that. It had the best matches, but the best angle is about to pop up. Okay. Well, we'll keep going. Uh, Hopper, did you have any other thoughts on Steamboat's commentary? No, it's just it's just it's so dull. No one wants to hear you going back to your wife. <laughs> no one wants to hear that. That's we, right. They want to hear Harper going to his girl, a circle, circle, dot, dot, after the podcast. That's why we talk about Harper's escapades and not Mike and I's. Yeah. Mm, 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 That's mm. a great point. So what happens when Harper gets married? Man, we're screwed. Yeah. No. Yeah, it'll be the same thing because, you see, the thing is, y'all have kids. Mm. Oh, okay. That's true. Yeah, that's the yeah, that's the problem. That's the differentiator. That's the problem. That's you the hear problem. that, Mike? The problem. That's the problem. <laughs> That's the differentiator. <laughs> yeah. He, you can't expect him to understand. He doesn't have kids. Yeah, True. exactly. Okay. Because, like, well, we we'll fuck all on. the time because we don't have kids. Oh. Like, there's no kids around. Well, 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 that's nice, Hopper. Thank you for. We um, could just do whatever the fuck we want. You're just sitting around, day drinking on a Wednesday in the middle of the day, and you're like, yeah. hey. This is how it works. Hop on Sopranos. this. Sopranos. Fuck. That's nice. Hit pause. Skip <laughs> intro. Next episode. Sopranos. Fuck. You want to get something to eat? Yeah. Eat. Wow. Sopranos. Fuck. That's how it works. Okay. Wow. All right. Um, yeah. Take let's notes, go to Teddy. <laughs> let's go to Teddy Long on that note. Teddy Long's got something to say. Former general manager. Ladies and gentlemen, our television championship match will be coming up in just a few moments. But as many of you saw on our last week's program, executive vice president of the World Championship Wrestling Organization, Jim Hurd, fired Teddy Long here last week. Now, I, I hate to hear that you're unemployed. I didn't lose any sleep over it, but be that as it may, you've asked for some time and we're going to give it to you. Listen, Jim Ross, let me say one thing right now. First of all, you're getting this interview started out wrong, okay? I'm a professional and you're a professional. So I, you're Mr. Ross to me and I'd better be Mr. Long to you. Okay. All right, I'll go along with it, Mr. Long. Now, I am out here to protest the decision of Jim Hurd and the National Wrestling Alliance. Now, why was I fired? I haven't broke any rules. I haven't done anything. The reason you were fired, let me see, does the word incompetence come to mind? Does the word uh, someone that doesn't uh, 
abide the rules come to mind? How about the fastest count in wrestling? Does that come to mind? Are you trying to question my ability as a referee? Or as I was a former referee? But as you can recall, Jim Ross, Rick Steiner was the world, would not be the world television champion today if it had not been for me. Who was the referee of that match? Well, Rick Steiner is not the television champion today. Sting is. He's going to wrestle in a few moments. Well, we'll what about Chicago? You're going to talk about your one good call with a Ricky Steamboat match to keep your job? That's exactly right. Ricky Steamboat would not be world heavyweight champion today if it had not been for me. What about my family? How am I going to feed my kid and my wife now that I'm out of a job? Well, that you should have thought about that when you were fast counting everybody down. What do you trying to allude to? You've been framed or something? That's exactly right. I've been framed by Jim Hurd and the National Wrestling Alliance for no reason at all. I haven't done anything. It sounds like sour grapes to me. I think you've almost run out of time here. Hey, listen, I've got one thing to say, okay? You're going to be sorry, Jim Hurd, the National Wrestling Alliance is going to be sorry, and most of all, all these people out here that called in and stooped on me and booed me, they're going to be sorry too. You understand that? All right, that's enough uh, from Teddy Long. Fans, let's go back up to Rhubarb Jones. Well, Teddy Long's a little upset, Doc. What did you think right there? Well, I just want to know where he shops. What shop would he get something like that at? Get what? Soul Train Fashions in New Orleans. <laughs> what, his, his suit? A tuxedo? What, yeah. And then where would he go next? When it, Once he got that, where would he go show that off? Mm. Down at Shishi's, right? Shishi's. Bruh, I'd have seen dudes like Teddy and Shishi's before. Fuck, really? Dressed yeah, like that? Sweat yeah. No, nah, man, I mean, you yeah. know, you got some dudes walking there looking all scraggly, but then you got dudes walking there dressed up. What this tells me is that Teddy's been wasted in the ring wearing the zebra uniform. He, he's got some skills here. He put Mr. Ross right in his place. You better be addressing me right. Yeah. Doc, this is the come up. Looks just like scraps, doesn't he? <laughs> right, it ain't even funny. <laughs> Hopper, are you there? It sounds like you were breaking up on us. No, I'm here. Okay. He's there. What's wrong? I'm here. He's there. It's not like he has fa- like his face. Oh, oh, no. Here we go. Rip Morgan. With his best friend. The sheep hurt. Wait, no. That's chic. It's Rip Morgan versus Sting for the NWA TV title. JR reminds us during this match that the Oak Ridge Boys will be in concert tomorrow Jesus at the big WrestleWars paper. Christ. Bro. Okay, okay. <laughs> Let me give this away because I'm going to talk about it in a couple of days on the on the patron side. Harper, name one other song these motherfuckers ever sang. Elvira. Yeah. Name one other song. That's it. Yep. It's like your boy uh, that did that. uh, What's his name? Proud to be an American. It's like that guy. Greenwood. Yeah. Whatever. Name another song. That's it. Achy Breaky Heart. Billy Ray Cyrus. Name another song. No, no. But we bring but we're gonna pay these guys money instead of the talent to come perform. And we're gonna try to not be a southern promotion, but oh, we're going gosh. to Nashville with a banjo on the graphics and we're gonna have the Oak Ridge boys play. But we don't want you to think of us as Southern wrestling. We're national. Yeah, whatever. 
Get the fuck out of here. I know. Huh? The Oak Ridge Boys. They were, this is, I mean, they were big probably about six, seven Se- years. Seven or eight years. Before. Yeah. Like, they were like the Dukes of this, Hazard years. This is like 80 to 82 was their realm. And now in 1989, we're, I mean. Where's George Strait at? <laughs> he was probably the biggest guy back then. And he would have said, nah, bruh. Yeah. He would have been in, in, in his ranch in Texas. F- fuck you. You want to pay me how much? Yeah. yeah. I'll I think be, I'll, Shivani, like, y'all want me to come to Nashville for that? I'll be over in Amarillo, you know? Yeah, Amarillo by morning, motherfucker. That's right. I think I heard Shivani talk about this, and he was like, why the hell did we bring them? <laughs> why? Because the here's voice. the thing. It ain't even like they, they had a, a slew of hits that are old. They had one hit. And it was almost 10 years ago. I mean, okay, to, to Harper's point, you want to bring it, because I think by this point, Alabama was probably a little bit past their prime. But they, they were had, still big. But they had a shit ton of songs that people knew. I'm trying to see. 89. Who would, you know what? Okay, who would so have been you, like a so mid major hey, 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 hit? Hey, 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 you know what year the Oak Ridge Boys started? Oh God, probably in the sixties. Okay, that's what I would have said. They were started in nineteen forty-seven. Jesus Christ, that's two years after World War Two. Holy Harper, shit! Harper just yeah. did a Polly Walnut. Son of a bitch! <laughs> now here's the other thing, bruh. They had three hits in the 80s, they say. Elvira was in 81. So your point was, Bobby Sue, I've never heard that. Whatever. An American Maid. I think I remember that. Don't ask me if I remember anything besides Elvira. Wasn't that Hogan's entrance music at WCW? No. American made something like that. No. Oh, no. Chris boys. Cause they were fucking up there. Probably sitting in fucking Branson, Missouri. It's like, Hey, well, they were, wanna... they were formed in Oak Ridge, Tennessee. Imagine how much they paid the Oak Ridge boys to be there that night. Cause there's five of them oh. in there. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to see. Keep talking. This is, riv- this is riveting, talking about um, the Oak Ridge Boys. Let me I'd say rather this. Talk- I'd, rather, I'd rather subject our fans to listening to us talk about the Oak Ridge Boys than any of us having to watch the Oak Ridge Boys. Fuck that. Well, what I was going to say still was. they're around, huh? Technically. Oh, God. I just, when you said that, I just said, oh, God. So here's the thing. Sting wins this match, but it looks real weird. After the match, Iron Sheik attacks Sting with Morgan's help, and Sheik puts the camel clutch on Sting. Break his back. Humble him. Fuck him up the ass. Uh, Rick Steiner helps save Sting, and this is leading up into Sting versus the Iron Sheik at Wrestle War 1989 tomorrow night. It's just a good hey, match. So, so I'm on their talent management page. Um. Well, the, the first question is, 
they're not going to give the price, but will they do a virtual event? Oh, during COVID. So they're still performing. <laughs> 2020. Yeah, no. Oh, they're God open to damn. it. They're open to it. Okay. Um, but I yeah, seek. You'd have the to contact. The boys. The Oakridge uh, boys. Get humble. Fuck up the ass. Fuck them. Okay. Okay. In 2020 numbers, 40 years past, 35, 38 years past their prime, they're going to charge you 40 to $75,000 for a show. Jesus Christ, huh? Well, there's five. Well, well, I mean, well, how many? How many are still alive though? Because they had the well, guy with the but mustache. But here's the thing. But the none beard. of those guys were around in '47. They had they established the brand and then brought guys in, so it it can always be going. But I think the main '80s guys are still there. That's crazy, huh? Mm. What a mess. Yeah. I gotta go piss. Y'all talk about this shit. I'm. Fucking my prostate swollen thinking about the damn Oak Ridge boys. Uh, I don't know how to describe the pinfall, but Sting does beat Rip Morgan. It looked like a botch. And like I said, uh, Iron Sheik comes out and jumps Sting at the end. And that leads to their match coming up tomorrow. Uh, this was a good match, though. Good yeah. Competitive match. Um, it was what you got watch. Yeah, it was. It was fun. They they, they got out there compete competed. And they got some heat on Sting uh, after the match, and it's going to lead to Sheik versus Sting tomorrow night at the pay per view. So look, look at Sheik put the camel clutch on. Any what other thoughts on Rip Morgan? Well, he he did. He ended up in Smokey for a uh, for like um yeah the the tag team tournament. I know he did that. Um, so he was around. I mean, into the nineties. Beyond that, I don't know a lot about his career, to be honest. Yeah. All right. So, Harper, any other thoughts before we go to uh, the next promo? Dude, this is a fun little watch to match. Uh, a l- fun little match to watch. Yeah, they were good. They were good. Yeah. And I thought it, it worked well, like, what they're going to do with Sting. I mean, like I said, Sting is going to wrestle uh, Iron Sheet. Yeah, dude. I, I still say good, huh? he's ripped and he's got his fucking elbows right under his chin there. Rip Morgan's underrated, I'm telling you. Yeah, I think he is. Oh, he, well, he'll be with Jack Victory soon in the uh, in the militia. So there you go. We'll get to that shortly. Now, for now, let's go to Bob Orton and Gary Hart. And uh, like our buddy Robert Silva says, Gary Hart is a brother. Just listen to him here. Tomorrow, the bull rope match in Nashville with Bob Orton tied to one end. Dick Murdoch to the other, that cast iron cowbell in the middle. It is indeed a serious weapon. We're going to show you what happened on the program last week, but I know you've got some comments to make. I've got some comments about a redneck back jumping Dickie Murdoch. Well, when we get to Nashville, brother, there ain't going to be no back jumping. Ain't going to be walking down no dark hall for a phone call that some phony set me up. And if I found out for sure, I'm going to change your face. But talking about faces, what Bob Orton is going to do to you, Murdoch, is true justice and true revenge. And when it's over and you're laid out, I'm coming in and I'm going to put the boots to you. And it ain't nothing nobody can do about it. For you to think for one second that you're going to jump me in a hallway and make me an article of ridicule on national television. I don't go for it. I'm not standing it. And in Nashville, we'll settle the score. Ain't it right, Bob? That's right. You see, Dickie Murdoch, 
it is better to have tried and failed to not have tried at all. But you see, you keep trying and trying and losing and losing. You know why, Murdoch? Because you're not the man I am. You're not the wrestler I am. That's why every time I leave the ring, you're laying there behind me. Well, after what you've done, boy, showing them guts of yours, a lot of guts to bring out a three-pound cowboy, cowbell, and try to rip Gary Hart's head off with it. <laughs> Gary, I'll bring you a pair of brand-new boots. What size do you wear, ten and a half? All right, in case you I'm forgot what happened up, last boy. week. You shut up. In case you forgot. We'd like to show you the videotape. You remember very well how it was set up, don't you? I didn't. Yeah, yeah you were part of it. Let's our watch the tape. We don't whip on you. So they go to a replay of last week with uh, Murdoch and, and Orton uh, getting some heat on each other and, and Murdoch beating up Gary Hart outside the ring. Well, before um, we go to the next part of the promo, Hopper, you got anything from Bob Orton and Gary Hart right there? Gary, Bob, uh, Bob Orton is damn good. Oh, yes. Bob Orton I think he great. looks better here than he did in, you know, five, six years prior in fucking WWE, if F or whatever. These two guys look like what I was talking about earlier. Two guys that ain't interested in the art. They're just interested in convincing you that they want to beat the shit out of each other. And they both look legit enough to do it. Yeah, bro, you ain't got to convince me of that. Um, I don't know back then if people were high on this or how people feel about it now, but I can tell you right now. These two shit kickers are they're 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 about that they're about that action I would boss like I would yeah. imagine I would imagine that this age is a lot better than it was considered at the time. Oh yeah, definitely. I think so too. Cuz there's nothing fancy here. It's just this is just two old school tough bastards that are going to go at it. Right. I mean, this We're is not, no different yeah. than in 85 when we had Ron Bass versus somebody or you know, this is a hearkening, hearkening back to that. All right. Well, let's go to the second part of the promo uh, before they, uh, before we end up closing things out on this week. Uh, we got a couple more things to go, but this is the second part of Gary Hart and Bob Orton. There's a little review just to kind of refresh your memory, Mr. Hart. We're going to refresh your memory, Murdoch, when we get to Nashville and Junkyard Dog, the great mysterious Muta, will take care of you. Do it to him, brother. Oh, I'll do, do it. it I'm going to leave Dickie Murdoch hanging. And Gary, you can stomp his face up. What we'll do is a Mexican tag band's on his head so he'll feel like he's at home because I know he goes across the border down south there and drinks that cheap cheap. He's got tequila. a Mexican oh, for yeah. a wife. That's I think he does. Guy. Come on. Oh, that's oh, enough, no. ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> we'll take a look at the dynamic dudes when we return. What do you say? He's, he's got a Mexican for a wife? Yes. That's oh. nice. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. No, no. Okay. So let's clarify for people that didn't quite understand. I mean, as it. long as they're across the border for the wall gets finished. I mean, there's nothing <laughs> wrong with that. Bob Orton said, Bob Orton said, we're going to do a, a Mexican tap dance on his head so that he feels like he's at home when his wife does that. Oh, and that's real. I like that. That's not like so, something from Smoky Mountain Wrestling. And then Hart says, that's right, his wife's Mexican, and all of a sudden, then they start going on a tirade about, yeah, he crosses the border and drinks that cheap Mexican tequila. Like, mm. they, they just went off at the end of that right there. Uh, not really, uh, not really, uh, let's, yeah, oof, that was a rough one. But, oh, okay, I liked it, you know. Hey, they're getting heat. And look, these two old brawlers are going to go at it at the pay-per-view, Doc. Mm-hmm. I can't wait. 
Mm-hmm. Any other thoughts before we keep going? Mm-hmm. No, I mean, no. Mm-hmm. Okay. How come we this get... shit's taking so long? Because oh, we're having fun. We get, we're almost done. We get this video package of the Dynamic Dudes. And the the music that they're playing is dubbed over. I'll have to play y'all the original. I can't play it because I'll get a copyright strike on YouTube. I'll play it for y'all after. Um, what yeah, is, the Dynamic what, Dudes. Bro, how is this any different than Lance and Jericho and Smoky Mountain? I don't know. I think Lance and Jericho Rock were in more entertaining. Rock in America. Is that what it was? What the fuck yeah, is that? They fed the suicidal bear at the <laughs> at remember Pigeon when, Forge. Remember when Lance, Lance Storm and Jericho were at the arcade and shit? And yeah, playing, yeah, playing yeah, a yeah, just skeet ball and shit. Yeah, this this. Yeah, this is the same thing. <laughs> yeah, oh, but they're... there's no suicidal bear. <laughs> yeah, throwing a bear fucking food and shit. <laughs> they were throwing Cheetos to the bear. Out on Harper. the back streets. I hear the heartbeat. heartbeat. We're gonna gonna rock rock America. America. Danger. What was the band called? Danger, danger. Danger, danger. Dude, I will never forget Harper talking about that bear. That poor bear. Harper Harper used to to sing that all the time, though. Out on the back streets. Yeah. I hear the heartbeat. He did Gomer Pyle to that. <laughs> That's true. Sing yeah. Opera. yeah. Bring back Gomer Pyle, please. <laughs> Sing it as the Sheik. Let me tell sorry. Out on back street. I fear heartbeat. I fuck up the ass. Oh, that's not words of song, Doc. I don't know words. Uh, we're going to rock America, but Sheik going to rock the. P- <laughs> wow. Right. I thought you would say you're going to rock America. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. So, so we got uh, Shane and Johnny in the ring here. Yeah, we got Shane and uh, Johnny in the ring, the dynamic dudes. They're going to defeat George South and the Raider. Uh, Johnny Ace. Uh, Doc, you want to care to take a guess at how old Johnny Ace is here? 28. Nope. He's Hopper? older, huh? Yeah, he's older. 33. He is 36, going on 37 right here. Damn. Jesus Christ. You are are a complete and utter idiot. What? What? Johnny Ace was 27 right there. 26. Oh, did I calculate it wrong? Yes, he was born in 62. This is 89. You carried the one. Jesus oh. Don't you know from ho- your homeschooling they don't do the carry the one anymore? Oh I'm really? Gl- yeah, yeah, they, they don't. Were. It's bruh. It's bruh. God Hopper. called now. It's the common core math, and you can't just fucking line up two numbers on top of each other and add them up. So you what do you do? Upper. You got to break them up. You got you got to figure out four different ways to calculate it. There's That's four fucking bullshit. <laughs> tell me about Hopper. It. Tell, Hopper. Tell, tell, Dude. Hey, let me tell you. Let, let me, me tell you, you. No, shut up, Mike. Let me give you a piece of advice now that you're in a relationship. You get that girl of yours on the pill and you pull out. Because the schools ain't reopening until this pandemic's over and you ain't trying to teach fucking daytime 
Oh, God. Yeah. So it, basically, it, every every way that you know to do math right now is wrong. Bro. So it's like back in the, so they, they say, hey, if I want to get from New Orleans and Houston, I get on I-10. And now they say, no, that's wrong. You got to go around here and take the highway and take this and then and then go down this highway. And But wait, why don't you just go down I-10? No, that, that's fucking wrong. That's how it is. I have been through it now with two kids, and I can tell you, trying to, because like, 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 I could I, explain at, to them. I look at him, and I'm like, they teach you what? He's like, yeah. And I get frustrated. He's like, you mad at me? And I'm like, no. Hopper, I, the first time this happened to me, I was like, how did you get that? And I was like, all you got to do is this. He's like, well, they don't teach it like that. Right. And I'm like. You went all those steps to get that number? Right. And, bruh, I'm not yeah. trying to knock teachers nowadays, but I'll be goddamn if it's not 100% harder. No shit, bruh. I, I can't even explain like how that. they do you can it. Get, you can give me any two numbers under 100, and I can add them instantaneously and give you the right answer. If you give two to my third grader, he's got to go through all these fucking gyrations. And he, he probably is going to get the right answer, but it's like, why did that take so long? You could take 30 minutes to get there. I'm checking my watch. I'm like, I got shit to do. Are you done? No, I'm still working on it. Oh. It's true, Harper. It's terrible. Oh, God. Yeah, you need thoughts, to start. Pull, you need to make sure you pull out, okay? Thoughts and yeah. prayers. Thoughts, just, and, thoughts oh, and lots of prayers. Speaking of thoughts and prayers, I just saw something I did not want to see on my computer uh-oh mike we're gonna have to what? we're gonna have to be we're going to make sure that silva can join us on friday uh co-founder of cool in the gang robert ronald bell died today okay i'm i'm sure he'll be okay he's a big r&b guy dude yeah, he'll, he'll be fine. I, I can't help it if I'm looking out for the JV. You don't give a shit about them. You're like, they're the second string. Fuck them. Dude, show up when yeah. they, you show up when they're told. You should have yeah, heard yeah. Stephen Javorski on the... <laughs> Stephen Javorski's in a live chat <laughs> talking about Silva, and he's just playing heel. <laughs> he says, he says, oh, God, Silva's on again. Jesus Christ, we got to deal with this guy. And Javorski goes, doesn't he need to go make me some empanadas? Jesus, that does sound good though. It's like, Jesus so, are we done with this episode? Because I am. Uh, yeah, the, dudes the dynamic dudes won, and then we saw a video package of Steamboat and Flair from all the matches they've had so far as we lead up into Wrestle War '89 Music City Showdown pay per view May seventh, four p.m. Central Time, five p.m. Eastern. If you want that review, it's tinyurl.com/slash/patreonbtt where uh, we're going to record that pay-per-view tinyurl.com slash patreon btt okay uh doc uh we gotta do uh rating and rolex uh, you want to go first uh, why don't you uh, rate this thing for us i'm gonna give it a b plus wow okay wow. there's only 41 minutes that didn't you turn a just it, I, I i wrestled between a minus and b plus and i ended up with b plus okay well I, i'm i'm gonna go I'm going to go A minus because uh, 41 minutes, uh, you're already over with me, brother. Yeah. For uh, like real. Hulk, Hulk Hogan actually said, that, that'll work for me, brother. So I'm going with A minus. Harper, what you giving it? You get to today. Fucking 41 right. minutes. <laughs> yeah. 
That's more time for you to circle, 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 dot, dot. Okay. Okay. So we need to do the uh, Rolex. Doc, who are you giving yours to? Uh, Michael Hayes, bruh. I thought he let off the show (laughs) strong, and I liked it. Yeah, I'm going to go Michael Hayes, too. He did lead off very strong. (laughs) Harper, who are you giving yours to? Yeah, Pete. Michael P.S. Hayes. All right. Uh yeah, we're gonna we're 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 like the T Rex right now. I think we're a little bit tuckered out. I wonder how the T Rex is doing during the pandemic. Well, that's a good question because he is not built for this thing. Oh, Bruh, can you imagine what's going with what's going on with T Rex right now? But you know what? Before we get out of here, I want to shout out our vantage point, the Retro Wrestling Podcast with Joe Murata and Michael Quinn, the northern version of BTT. Slightly classier, a little bit more professional, but still fun nonetheless. They support us. Please support them. Check them out. Also, check out the Bottom Line cast with Mike Pru and JB. They do our ECW show on our Patreon feed, but they also do a podcast on the career of Stone Cold Steve Austin. So check out Mike and JV uh, and enjoy their show. It's called the Bottom Line cast. Uh, Doc, anything else before we get out of here? Nah. Brad. Brad. All right. Well, um, Harper, you got anything? No. Circle, circle, dot, dot time, right? Yep. All right. Hit the, tag- Hit the tagline, Harper. Let's go home. Fuck it, bitch. Fuck it, bitch.